Arr, grog. Hello and welcome to Jenny's Kitchen, a weekly podcast about Jennifer Aldridge and her amazing life. Um, Kerry, Matthew, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm just going to get my uh, avocado terrine out of the fridge. Yeah, sorry. I mean, this is what it is these days, isn't it? I mean, are we still the cider shed with Kerry, Kerry Warbis, Matthew here, Peter Fickling? Is that who we are anymore? That voice, Peter. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm a bit stunned. <laughs> We're just holding a mirror up to our lives. That's all. I mean, oh, someone it. has to do this. I also thought, I'm, I hope, I, well, I don't know, was I the only person? You know, Tareen is like inter, isn't it? Oh, Kerry. Do you think they pop Jenny in hot water to loosen her up? <laughs> oh, I quite liked that scene with the sloppy, awful Tareen thing, which doesn't exist. I did look it up and there isn't one on the internet. So they pro- properly went like, right, what terrible 70s combo can we put into this hideous thing <laughs> that has to then end up as being a dip? That was the sound of me and Matthew both trying to think of some character who fits that description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and failing, yeah. Bert as he is now. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Susan, I loved her this week. She's been, well, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I got in early with uh, uh, being a big fan of Susan, what, 5.0, 6.0? But yeah, she's been a mm. great character the last few weeks, hasn't she? Yeah. There yeah. you go, a bit of positivity after the... So am I being am I being uh, unfair to still be a bit bored of the whole Jenny Darling thing? I mean, let's put it this way. If every character needed three weeks to say goodbye to them, how many characters are there and how many years of, pod- of uh, um, archers would there need to be to cover all of the various deaths? Yeah, there, were, there was that bit where uh, Lillian said to Tony... How do you condense 70 years into three minutes? I was like, please try and do it in less on Friday, if you can. Yeah, but then when they did, all that happened was her and Tony whittering on about themselves. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I did. Also, it was really annoying. It was really annoyingly clunky the way they did that kind of relay race of... uh, um, eulogies. So you had to hear Kate's eulogy and then you had to hear Tony and... Uh, Lillian discussing it in private so they then could wheel out their kind of double act in church and it's like, it's like but we've been hearing about Jenny for weeks like it would have been quite a clever way of doing it if it was a standalone episode about mm. you know, Jenny dying but at the tail end of three weeks it's like yes yes we get it she's dead <laughs> I loved it when Tony and Lillian realized that what they ought to do is talk about the fact that she was their sister <laughs> <laughs> I was like F- hell i was literally swearing at my radiogram yeah oh my god although kerry and i were saying matthew um uh before the show that uh i i was i had high hopes i was like he's gonna he's he, he's he's perking up a bit he's gonna sound free and single and then at the last minute they took it away from kerry they they you know they had they had him padding back into the house talking to you know talking to the jenny in the sky yeah, and his colourful tie that she helped him to choose from beyond. Yeah. Sorry, Kerry. I mm. would take that final moment with Brian over any of the rest of the week. That moment no, no, where no, he no, closed no, no. the door. No, no. Why? No. Because the funniest the funniest moment in the arches of the last twenty years happened this week. Ah, uh, you're right, yeah. You're right. Should we have a ad and then discuss what that was? Yes, yes, please, yes. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Matthew, let's see. Are we talking about Jasper Carrot? Are we talking about um, uh, Harrison finding God? Or are we talking about Brad Chelsea and Freddie um, arguing about volunteering. The last one. It was it was immaculate, absolutely. And the acting was incredible. The scripting was incredible. Brad doing his Rain Man thing was <gasps> yeah. yeah perfect. And they were like, "How do you do that?" I I don't know. It's just what I do. <laughs> no, he just went. I did no. He was he was far more succinct than that. He went. Freddie went. How do you do that? And he went. Don't know. Just can. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> no. F- about he just like got straight to it didn't he yeah and then also uh chelsea just letting um freddie tie himself in knots before just actually just pointing at the elephant in the room and saying you're a snob and you think i'm thick um yeah it was just i've got to listen to that again actually i because which i very rarely do like go back and intentionally Mm -hmm. listen to an episode but i'm gonna listen to that again i was just oh it was wonderful because i was in a bit of a i was you know i was sticking the boots in a bit and kind of grumbling and stomping around and then that came on I was like okay all is forgiven did you think that he was being snobby it, it, can you elaborate on that well that's what she said to him mm. but I thought he was I mean because what other reason is there to um I mean admittedly when Chelsea first joined um Lower Loxley she mm. was a bit uh, inconsistent and unprofessional but this is a volunteer job. So first of all, you've got to get your head around the fact that Freddie's setting this amazingly high bar for people who are going to give their time to help out <laughs> and basically prop up his family business. Mm. But so, okay, if you accept that, then, you know, we, we all know Chelsea. He knows Chelsea. She's an incredibly engaging, charismatic person. Her failings in the orangery are not going to be failings that are let her down guiding people around a house. So it could only be, um, her accent, her kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, her going, that's what they did in them days, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he did sort of go, I, I just really enjoy Freddie. I know you're probably right, but when he was sort of going, yes, you did, that was quite, oh, I really enjoyed that. But maybe some of the phrasing, <laughs> I thought, I, I, I think he had a point, don't you? Can you imagine yeah, I, she was totally let loose on the punters. I mean, she's not going to be because she turned him down, didn't she? <laughs> Which was quite funny. I'm not anti Freddie. I mean, she still has a job because he's been generous to her. Like, mm. you know, he he would have been well within her rights to fire her when she was, you know, behaving appallingly to yeah. uh, Mia and all that other stuff. So I'm not anti Freddie. Like, you know, it's just that I think his reasons for not wanting her to do it were not necessarily mm. the best ones. Yeah. 
I liked his uh, selection of names that he called Brad upon arrival. Was he like Brad, B Dog, the Bradster? <laughs> Kerry or Peter, when you go out and there's no one else at home, do you lock up before you leave? Yeah. That's very diligent of you. Brad was locking up his bike, and Freddie, in an attempt to butter him up, went, he went, oh, I'm just going to lock my bike up. Oh, yes, diligent. Attention to detail. Love it, love it. He's went, well, I just don't want it to get stolen. Yeah. I just think Freddie's just some sort of, um, he's like a sort of satellite creature who's just in his own little universe Mm. somehow, isn't he? I, I just find him fascinating and how he speaks and everything. He's, he just doesn't have proper connections warm connections with anyone proper you know do do you know what I mean I I feel for him when Nolatando and Rory came back you suddenly felt Mm. that we've lost that that connection they all had that I mean obviously he he had to go he went to a young it was a young offenders institute wasn't it for Mm. for for dealing and stuff so I think that kind of cut him off a bit and he was a bit of a pariah I think for a while wasn't he Mm. it's been quite a long road back for him yeah, getting true. there i just, there was that um that bit where he said to nolatando when they were they were i mean all right what she doesn't seem to have anything to do does she she's come back and she i get it like i go i go back to see my dad sometimes and i'm in the countryside and i'll just wander aimlessly through the fields talking to mm. sheep that's totally fine I and mean, she knows people there so i guess she is just going from drifting from place to place yeah but he he enlisted Nolatando to help with interviewing volunteers on the grounds that she's a histor- history teacher. History teacher, yeah. Yeah, he said to her, maybe you could have a friendly historian chat. I thought it was like Nolatando was like, <laughs> flicks a lamp on her room and goes, nice period costume you got there. Would be a shame <laughs> if something were to happen to it, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff? Who was Cliff as well? He made a noise, didn't he? Hey, dear boy. And then she went, what's he doing now? And do you know what the shocking thing he was doing? I thought he was cracking one off. Pouring himself a drink from a thermos flask. Yeah. <laughs> well, because she's so young, maybe they've never seen from... Is she, what, which bracket is she? Is she, a, is she a millennial? Well, funnily enough, you tried to pair her up with Brad a couple of weeks ago until we realised there was a little bit of an age difference at the moment. Oh, so, she, yeah, she's, she's 2021, isn't she? But someone pretended to be Cliff, didn't they? I thought it was maybe Justin. Or yeah, I thought it might be Justin too. I, I wrote that in brackets. It's, it's probably in... Sometimes they don't credit it, do they? So we wouldn't know. It should be Neil though, shouldn't it? It's got to be someone from the week, the week's recording. Oh, cool. yeah, true. Neil did play um, Linda's Llama that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in my, in my mind, it was him. But he was great, wasn't he, with his love of history? And he, he I did think he was going to get rejected. Um, yeah. And when, what did you hear them say when he said about the gardens being laid out by Perspicacity Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good joke about Capability Brown, I thought. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Yeah. Interesting that Harrison um, was kind of being slightly pushed by Alan into being a volunteer at mm. Lower Loxley because he feels like he wants to become a more relaxed and less diligent policeman. I was like, how much worse could Harrison be 
solving crime. Like it's got this image of the entire. We joked a few weeks ago that he would just say everything was a civil matter. Yes. <laughs> you know, like loads of coke coming up the am on a barge. He said he was giving up being a slave to work for Lent. Yeah, Ambridge is going to become like crime central, isn't it? If he becomes any more relaxed. He had whole slave net networks running under his nose and he didn't realise. Mm. But I thought it might be good if he got the job because it might be like cold case. He might just look at the roof and go, hang on, there's no way Nigel fell from here. <laughs> they investigate David's in the slammer by Christmas. Oh, now I could, I could run with that one. But he, he was like going, oh, I just graft. I come home, fall asleep in front of the telly. It's like, yeah, that's what everyone does. Yeah, that's called work, mate. Yeah. Um, isn't Chelsea a little bit too young to have to have Heidi Highisms in her lexicon? Oh, what was that then? Well, she said morning campers, or is that just too <laughs> general? She... Yeah. Well, she's probably picked it up from her mum, hasn't she, or something? No, that's true. If if any if that if um, Ruth Maddock becomes you know immortal. Not her name doesn't, but you know that just that phrase does. Then I feel like that's appropriate. Mm. Um, I feel like Winter Davis. Winter Davis should be more famous than he is. Gener <laughs> you know, future generations should be aware of Winter, Winter Davis. It's a shame. Well, he's a he's meme, isn't he? He's a very popular meme. Is he? Is he? Or no. a gif? Yeah. Winter Pollock. Davis. No, I'm not. I, I want this to be right. I'm going to type yeah, it he in. Is. Yeah, it's it's it, um. Oh dear, what a shame. Never mind. When oh. someone's like being very, very kind of overly upset about something. Mm. Unfortunately, it's kind of used by... That should have been the eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> Winter Davis. I mean, so I was trying to work out when it was, what age I was when I thought Jasper Carrot was hilarious. Because I also used to think that Winsor Davis was absolutely hilarious. You know, all my lovely boys, all that mm. stuff. I, did you not like him in Never the Twain with Donald Sindon? Yes, definitely. <laughs> it ain't our fault, Mum. Was great when we you you were young, naive, and had no clue how exactly, yeah. offensive it was. I mean, imagine <laughs> you know, imagine imagine a world where Donna Stell was a household name. <laughs> <laughs> I um I saw Heidi High in Christmas Panto at Bristol Hippodrome one year. This is like sort of, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> you stand up and go, my name's Matthew. I saw Heidi High in Bristol. Yeah, the next year I saw Little and Large. I just couldn't stop. Harry, do you remember a couple of months ago, uh, maybe like, a, like a seven, five or six episodes, episodes mm -hmm. ago, Matthew was worried about uh, a joke landing. Because of age. It's like, this is our audience, Matthew. According <laughs> <laughs> to the statistics on, um, on the uh, uh, Acast, it's you know ain't half ain't it ain't half oh, hell it ain't half <laughs> jokes are absolutely you know yeah chef's kiss here yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but Chelsea I liked the bit where she realised that volunteer work isn't paid that was quite delicious wasn't it yeah Brad told had the pleasure of telling yeah. her that didn't I he? thought he said well I thought I thought you'd have guessed that the work was unpaid by Freddie's new job title. I always worry with um, with uh, uh, people we've had on the show, so Ryan and um, uh, Madeline, that when we pay them like enormous compliments down the line, it's going to sound kind of like ingratiating and kind of like oleaginous. Mm. There's no two ways about it. Like Madeline has been absolutely incredible as Chelsea. 
It's just yeah, like and and Brad as well. I would have thought was just amazing. And whoever plays Freddy, just the three of them were incredible. And and in fact, most of the cast this week have just been superlative. And of course, you know, apart Jim from Jasper Carrot. Oh, yes. Was he that bad? I didn't think he was I, that bad. Oh, really, really bad. Was. I mean, all right, before we before we go off topic and start shredding a carrot, I just want to say <laughs> I didn't buy it that Kerry um Kerry <laughs> Chelsea is daft enough all right, to, not, <laughs> to not know what perfectly toned to say that line about I perfectly toned and everyone says I'm well fit. That's amazing. Yeah, but surely, surely Chelsea has been told in school, like, I don't like your tone at some point. She's not, she's not that daft, is she? I, I think she, I think she was cracking the joke on purpose. She was talking about her body, though, wasn't she? She sort of went, I'm perfectly toned, and everyone says, I'm well fit. Yeah, Brad sniggered as if it's like she didn't understand because it came on the coattails of her saying, You think I'm thick and common? And he's like, No, no, no. And then, you know, just I don't think you'd be the right fit or that have the right tone. And then she said that line and then Brad kind of chuckled to himself. You spend more time with teenagers than we do. Um, he's a teacher, by the way, for listeners who don't know. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Peter. He's not Andrew Tate. Wonderful. Well, I, I, you know, I, I will happily defer to your expertise. But the way it sounded to me was like he was laughing along with her because she was zapping um, Freddie in the moment. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, you know, as while you're praising Madeline here, I'll just say I had my ear pods in at one point. She went, and it like nearly burst my eardrum. I did love it when she just went, my work here is done, where she just rejected the role and said, I just wanted to prove it to myself that I could get it. And oh, I've that done that. Amazing. Yeah. That absolutely amazing. The man of the manor falling for the lowly showgirl. Are we see, reading something into that? Yes. That is Freddy and Chelsea. It is, isn't it? Mm, I hope so. I really want it to be the case because it's it, there's it's we're starting to get a bit of a moon moonlighting thing going on, aren't we? Like you know, with um, Bruce and mm. yeah. Do you ever remember that episode of Moonlighting where they went into a, a period drama, Taming of the Shrew story? It's a very, one very good episode where it goes into this complete fantasy. I think one of them is having a dream, and it's Taming of the Shrew. I've never seen Moonlighting. They did that with Northern Exposure, though. They did the same thing with Northern Exposure. So they they gave you the ability to see uh, see the romance happen without it happening. And uh, yeah, I just the, the main takeaway I remember from that as a kid was that Bruce Willis's horse at one point he's on horseback and his horse has sunglasses on. <laughs> 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 Massively, apparently, the guy that made Moonlighting as been going nuts on twitter in the last year saying that it's coming out on like blu-ray and dvd with loads of extras and everyone's getting very excited oh i thought you were doing a brad there you know like his nine months 16 days (laughs) two two months 12 days how do you do that kerry (laughs) i just do it (laughs) yeah your memory is amazing Mm. just for useless stuff to be honest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we can't mention what my useless memory was doing before the show. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Kerry, Kerry and I were having possibly the most disgusting conversation I've had with another adult in years. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry. Yes, yeah. I like that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Matthew, you could be a tour guide. What with your magical memory of history stuff, I could. I could be recruited if if someone was handing 
flyers out in clubs and imagining Freddie there. Like, <laughs> hey, remember me? I sold you some wobbly eggs five years ago that put your <laughs> sister in a coma. Do you want to be a tour guide? <laughs> At my mum's house. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Nola Tandu's idea, wasn't it? Was it was either hers or Lily's? I don't know. So didn't Lily suggest a TikTok? Ah, was it? Oh, for f**k's sake! Do they have to mention social media and flyers and stuff every time something happens? By the it way, who's very... doing the Easter Bunny this year? Because last year it was the massive reveal with Kathy, oh, wasn't it? Oh God! Why have you mentioned that? Just saying. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, but you didn't have to, did you? It's you quite traumatic. Because I hadn't remembered it. Kerry hadn't remembered it, and now we have. It's really unpleasant. There was the bit when Lily pinched uh, Kathy's ass, didn't she? Thinking it was Russ. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to to drag us back to the topic, uh, Jasper Carrot's um, acting is almost as wooden as Kathy was in that reveal last year. (laughs) Oh, that was bad, wasn't it? It was really bad, yes. It's stuck in my memory. You know, it's sticking in Matthew's memory wouldn't be such a big deal, but sticking in mine, it must have been pretty bloody terrible. Yeah, I mean, I did ask on Twitter... Um, naively, but I sort of went, has Jasper Carrot ever done acting before? I was curious. I didn't know whether he had. And then people were talking about this police um He did thing, the detectives with Robert Powell, didn't he? Which was, yeah, which pro- sounds like it was actually quite funny. And it good, was very but... broad brushstroke. And it was definitely um, one of those things where he just had to play like a kind of brummy clown. It started out as a short, didn't it, on his own show. Oh. Yeah. Um, and there was one excellent episode where Ruby Ruby Wax was brought in as a cop from New York and they were going to hmm. hunt down Carlos the Jackal and she was like, I found him. And they walk into this bar and they went, that's him. And they went, and the camera went to him and it was Tony Blackburn. And they went, no, that's Tony Blackburn. And she went, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and she pulled out a gun and Tony Blackburn just pulled out this Uzi and he was Carlos the Jackal. This was prior to Carlos the Jackal being this caught, by the way. amazing. Yeah. I want to watch that. God. Saying he has acted, he was just sort of... He was playing Jasper Carrot. Oh, did you see as well? Someone posted on Twitter, which I haven't replied to yet. I've just remembered. Because a lot of people were saying when he first appeared, Jasper Carrot, being grumpy, cantankerous man, yeah. that he sounded really like Vince Casey. Yes, a lot of people said that, didn't they? Yeah, and then there's this article in the... Uh, I don't want to say it, but that revolting newspaper, the Daily Mail, because someone shared it onto our timeline, that um, it was called out as being borderline racist to, because to, people were confusing two people with brummy accents as being the same person. Oh, f- off. Which is totally ridiculous, obviously. Well, um, you know, on, you know, Matthew and I get mistaken for each other all the time. And, you know, we don't, you know, we don't call that bumpkinist. Just because <laughs> of, you know, from the West Country. But he did sound like him, didn't he? You know, that people are allowed to be said that they sound like the same age range of person from the same area. Well, one common complaint I notice on uh, the tweet along is that people cannot differentiate between Rory... Ben, Josh, Freddie, more recently Paul, which is, I think is staggering. If you can, yeah, if you can't tell when Paul's on mic, Jesus Christ. To, to misquote Russell Crowe, they've got tin ears, mate. Uh, well, have you, have you seen that? 
<laughs> Russell Crowe being interviewed by Mark Lawson and Russell Crowe when he was playing Robin Hood and Mark <laughs> Lawson's like so it's interesting your choice of a kind of um half Irish half kind of Canadian accent why did you do that and Russell Crowe's like <laughs> your tin is mate <laughs> oh, I love him yeah oh yeah do you think because obviously Jasper Carrot person Bill Sykes strange yeah. name that isn't yeah. it um he knows Phil or knew Phil, didn't he? Right. So what is this all leading to, if anything? Or is it just someone that Ben's going to strike up a nice relationship with in the laurels? Or you know, sorry, guy. The, the cops, the cops have finally caught up with me. <laughs> what have it's you done this time. week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they decriminalised um, drugs, but they criminalised puns in Portugal. <laughs> 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 He's constantly on the run. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh, the pun police. Um, Portuguese pun police. Of which there aren't many. <laughs> Bunch of miserable bastards. Do you think Jasper is around for a while? Does anyone know this? I think he's literally just a pop in, in pop and out. out. Yeah. Do you think he's done his job then? Or do you think that he's a, he's a, a, a portal to the past like Kerry's worrying? Mm, I mm. don't think so. I think that's it. I think it's uh, he showed up. By the way, Lee re- Lee really hates his f-ing car, doesn't he? He was just like at one point he was like, "Oh, I can't wait to go electric," um, in support of the charging station. And then mm. when Helen was talking about the trip to San Francisco, and it's that, that ticket cost more than my car. I was like, "All right, Lee, just get rid of it, mate. If it's that bad." But it's the car he hasn't got, isn't it? Because he wanted an electric one. He said, "When I've saved up, I want one." Well, he's he's moaning about the car that he's. Bang, the banger that he's driving around at the moment, whatever that oh, is. What do you think? Is it a Capri? <laughs> no, a Capri is like a lot of money, isn't it? One of the old Capris. <laughs> can, can, I, can I permission to be a pedant again? Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I've, off air, I've been a lot more angry and pedantic about it, but this whole San Francisco thing's driving me potty. You can mm. get cheap flights to Oakland. It just it just irritates me they don't just spend five minutes researching this stuff because I know so much about that city mm. and that neck of that part of the world. Each one of these scenes where they're they're worrying about you know visiting, not visiting, what goes goes on over there, what doesn't go on over there. There's a hundred and one subtle little mistakes. I know everyone's got these things in the arches. Like imagine listening to the arches as a farmer. I <laughs> mean, just get absolutely mad. Are you saying you don't have to cash in an ISA to go to America? <laughs> oh. That's why I've never been. No, I have been. I went, went once. Yeah. Had the ISIS, did you cash in though, Kerry? None. I, I I went up the top of the Twin Towers though. But yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. The year before, actually. Oh. So um, so you didn't need specialist knowledge to, to spot that that was absolute bollocks? Well, I've got no idea these days how much it is. Not that much. If it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like you know flying to Euro Disney or flying to um, to Paris. If you want to get there cheap, you can anyway. It was really funny as well how when she went, um, yeah, tickets for all, us and the boys, and Lee sort of went, I really love you, Helen, <laughs> as if he'd never said it before. <laughs> you know, he said it with such gusto because she was paying yeah. to go to America. Yeah, oh, funny so, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, suddenly he's getting all 
amorous. I might record my rant um, about when they, for, in advance of them doing their trip to uh, America, just so I can have a week off because I can pretty much predict everything they'll say about going to San Francisco, their holiday there. I'll see if I see if I could record it sort of without having to, and then just see if I get everything right. Yeah, you could do a bingo card, couldn't you? Yeah, bing. of what they're going to mention. While we're on the topic of the, well, loosely on the topic of the charging station. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kerry Davis pretty much dropped a bomb in reply to a Cider Shed tweet telling us a spoiler, didn't he, this week? Did you see that? I did not. Was it when you did the Twitters? Yeah, you had said something about the charging station and you said, why would it be an issue? And he replied, because it'll have a shop and a cafe. And then well, about we, two hours... Well, we didn't bloody know that, did we? Yeah. About two hours oh. later, it was on the show. So he actually drops it early in reply oh, to one of our tweets. Okay. To which I, re- I replied as if to say, like, hmm, it's almost like you have a sixth sense for these things. Oh, brilliant. No, I'd missed all of that. I was in a sort of plum sake haze. It's possible that I think he'd forgotten which episode had gone out when. Yeah, love <laughs> that. Love that. <laughs> Plum Sake Haze sounds like your daring kind of your sort of awkward second album, Kerry. Yeah, with Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just envisaged at first that this electric charging station was just like one bit of wire for a car. Now all of a sudden it's twenty places, isn't it? And then a shop and a cafe and some parking spaces, and. All local businesses will be wiped out the moment it arrives. And who has got an electric vehicle nearby? Well, we all know, don't we? Adil. Yeah. But I I think it's Justin and that the whole thing in the village shop has been market research. Oh, is he sort of going, would you like some uh, tissue? Have you got an electric vehicle <laughs> that you need to polish with this box of tissues? Do you not think it's just total Justin, isn't it? What market research has he been doing then? What do you think he's been? Garibaldi's. Well, anyone who buys Garibaldi's got an electric vehicle. I don't know. I think part of the reason he was in the village shop was to just get a sense of what people buy. Um, He'll probably start volunteering in the tea room next. (laughs) That's a very, very, very good call because he did then. He did then immediately just drop the whole thing, didn't he? Like he, yeah, you know. yeah, okay. Um, I think no, I think this is what I think this is one of Matthew's good predictions and building up for some wonderful tension between him and Susan. Like I trusted you, <laughs> this kind of thing. Until Susan finds out there's a managerial position at this. New yeah, <laughs> Chelsea was quite excited about the prospect of getting a job there, wasn't she? What do you mean? This this will create loads more jobs for the community, will it? Yeah, and it and it's environmentally friendly. Oh, I like the way. Um, sounds awful. It, yeah. yeah. Susan <laughs> Susan went lights on day at night, and Helen went. That doesn't sound very green. And Susan went. No laughing matter. Helen she went. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what about your lovely Fallon with her cafe? Oh. Tea room, tea room, tea room. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Fallon can take over a spiritual home. I thought Brian had put the kibosh on that. I thought Brian had um, sort of convinced Kate that she was going to keep it. I will admit that I was sort of uh, making oh. some food for the family when that bit was happening. So I wasn't giving the best a- bit was when he said, um, when Kate said to Brian, I didn't think you were into touchy feely stuff. 
It's like everyone was like, of course he's into touchy-feely stuff. Just not to be mentioned on the day of his wife's funeral. It's good that they did that, though, wasn't it, as well? Because everyone was jumping around on social media saying, oh, my God, when Kate drops the bomb that she's selling Spiritual Home, which was was the reason they lost the house, yeah. don't forget. Brian's going to go fucking mm-hmm. ape shit. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, are you sure that's what you want to do? <laughs> okay, that's cool. Because the last thing I, I wanted was grief mm. at the funeral. Maybe it'll come later, but I don't think so. No, because he knows that he knows that he gave Kate the opportunity to screw up. Kate didn't. Kate didn't create the bigger problem. She just, you know, put the she was the cherry on the cake, wasn't she? She didn't actually create the problem. If he hadn't poisoned his entire <laughs> community and community, <laughs> talking of poisoning people, I mean, I think it would be a. I thought it would have been quite a good idea to just empty the freezer of all of Jenny's <laughs> specialities and serve them all up at the funeral. Just get it out of the way. Because that's probably prime market to to sn- chow down on that stuff. Because, I don't know, like I have people over for dinner <laughs> occasionally. Like if someone's tucking into a moussaka, like, who made this? And you're like, a dead person. It does not <laughs> put the guests at ease at all. <laughs> you just... Clear the freezer and get it gone. No, maybe Brian wants to be chowing down on some frozen Jennifer. There's a bigger problem. It's Jenny Darling has been hiding all Adam's victims for years. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of Romanian boys have gone missing after working on the farm. All hidden hidden in Jenny's chest freezer. Amazing. Oh God! Yeah, it's just, it's as probable as any of the other plots on the show. So someone know. on Twitter did say um, they thought that Brian had kept Jennifer somehow, and I was like, "What nestled in the freezer amongst the shepherd's?" Pants? I was muted, but I just spat a glass of water all over the desk. Then, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. See, you can have fun when someone's died in the arches, can't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) My friends were all very morose once going to a relative's (laughs) funeral and they were walking down towards the church and no one was kind of like speaking and everyone's very sad. And they looked over and adjacent to the graveyard was a horse with a massive erection. (laughs) And (laughs) everyone just started pissing themselves laughing and just set the tone really. It's so base, isn't it? I did think the funeral was quite shit, actually, this episode. I thought that it would be, you know, we'd hear some lovely music. We'd hear something about Jennifer, not about Tony and Lily. Yeah. It sounded um, like Dross were playing at the funeral to me. <laughs> the centipede didn't even appear, did it? <laughs> no. Harry, you know, um, you know, like Ghanaians, some Ghanaians have very decorated coffins. What do you want yours to be? A big lamb chop. It's a big lamb chop. <laughs> inside it. But, yeah. Kerry, if I have any say, and I don't think I will, but if I do, and assuming you predecease me, I will make I will move heaven and earth to make sure oh. you're in a giant The lamb thing chop. is, though, actually what I'd like is just a cardboard one that doesn't cost any money at all because I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, what about if I make you one myself and it's a biodegradable <laughs> lamb chop? Yeah, paint my cardboard coffin yeah. as if it's a lamb chop. Peter's going to bury you in a massive donut. 
yeah. <laughs> whilst I'm alive. Don't put a donut on it. I don't like sweet stuff. No, Kerry, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll put a little bell in your hand so that as we're lowering the lamb chop into the ground, if you are still alive, you can give a little ring. Okay. Uh, as an innocent child by the graveside, the lamb chop's ringing. The lamb chop's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. Lamb chop coffin. Thank okay. you. All right. Deal. What did we think? The bit where Kate was talking to Alan, where she was going. I. I just. Just don't quickly. Sorry, Matthew. Think... You're being buried in a dead seagull. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Anyway, I yeah. to- I'm totally happy with that. And what, what about Peter? What are we burying Peter in? Um, the poncho. Yes, for sure. A what? Poncho. Yeah, I'll take that. Why not? It's got nothing to do with me, but, you know. You had a poncho. Oh, I th- oh that was me being sick. But how... I thought I thought I thought you were going for that. Um, great. You, do you remember um, England fans used to, when they went to Mexico? They all wore those big silly oh sombrero. That's it. <laughs> you can have one of them as well if you want. Okay, yeah, I'll go full Mexican. I mean, you know, it's about as, it's about as interesting as I'm ever going to be. So yeah. Oh, sorry, Matthew. What was what, what what were you saying? I was talking about the archers. Is that right? <laughs> For God's sake, Matthew, don't bring everything down all the no, time. No, just the bit where Kate was talking to Alan, where she was like, I just don't think I can do uh, it. And uh, he was like, I know we've had our problems. Uh, you know, she went, oh, this this window, it just seems so trivial now. And I was like, a listening nation is like, now? It felt bloody <laughs> trivial at the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, I just had might- this vision that Alan's sat in front of the laptop and he's just scrolling, looking at motorcycles. <laughs> And Kate's there pouring her heart out. He's just like, oh, oh, yeah, well, we must do the best for your mother. She was a little Harley Davidson, a sheep. <laughs> but the, I bet you it won't be bloody trivial in about a week. She'll be sort of back banging that drum, won't she? This is, this is them getting the, the bloody window, isn't it? As far as I can oh, see, I think. God, really? This is the window of opportunity. Pardon the terrible pun. What? Who's going to be in the window now, then? Um, what, Jennifer Jenny. with a tagine <laughs> lid on her head. Yeah. Who else? There's cooking the baby. Nova, kicking Nova and Seren. Yeah, Nova and Seren. No, no, no. They can't do the window thing, surely. But it would it would make sense though that um because I think Alan's disgust was that it was so kind of nakedly celebrating the family but mm-hmm. jenny's a kind of big enough figure in the village that he could probably get his head around celebrating her or something you know like I, I, but where does that end though how many windows and you know why is she better than anyone else i i don't like it no, nor, do, nor do i but i'm just i'm just i'm just seeing how it could play out how chucking jenny into the mix could actually soften alan up no, no. I I think it would be bad if that happens. This is the same as the Freddie thing earlier on, uh, Kerry. I'm not saying what I want to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please, I mean, you, you thinking it's bad doesn't mean it isn't going to happen, Kerry. Yeah. I, I really want. I really I've wanted Al- Adam. <laughs> I really wanted Adam to do the eulogy. Oh, just God. just for like just for log potential. Oh, but like um, do it like uh uh, uh the 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 son from um. Uh, the thick of it, mother. Standing <laughs> in the doorway, <laughs> Matt Berry. Yeah, exactly, Matt Berry. I yeah. love him, but there were there were so many people absent, weren't there? Like someone 
put on Twitter again. Like Peggy and Debbie were obviously deep in conversation in some sort of far away room in this funeral. Rory went off for a walk. Yeah, like so many people were not part of this. I think if if you're sending off an actor slash actress after such a long time in the Archers, yeah, I think you can you can deserve to be a little bit pissed that there weren't more people on mic for that. Yeah, shall we have an ad? Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods. For 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So guys. Tick, 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 tick. We've covered off all of the uh, topics from this week. We've set a yep. new land speed record for mm. uh, talking about the arches. I'm fairly very proud of us. Oh, I've just realised Brian didn't know Kate's kids' names, did he? That was yes. funny. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, um, I, I did a whole kind of back and forth on that. I was like, you know, what's it mean? What's it mean? And I was like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, you know, it's absolutely fine. They're, they're the other side of the world. They're in another country. He's grieving. He's ba- he barely knows them. I mean, that's that's. Mm. I mean, that was always the nonsense, wasn't it? With it, with Kate, the whole Kate and Phoebe thing. Yeah, I mean, he knew Phoebe, and then went uh, the other. What are those other ones? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of the truth of the situation, isn't it? I knew Phoebe wasn't coming back because the actor pretty much said that was the end of her in the Archers a while oh, ago right, on Twitter okay. when she when she went off to Scotland. Um, guys, we had an email. We never get Hello. emails. Good heavens! Well, this is what yeah. happens. But now, now that Matthew's got his eye on it, you know the um. And it's, 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 it's well, we've got an email. I was just trying to think of something clever to say, and in my brain, <laughs> it deserves a shout out because it is in itself it is a review. Uh, it says it's from Yasmin Bushby. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Hi, folks. I can write a review for some reason, but I just wanted to say thanks for a great podcast. It's like sitting in the pub talking shite with your mates. We hear that a lot, don't we? Yes, <laughs> that observation. <laughs> Which is exactly what I need for this weird archers obsession I have. Loving the archers is not exactly something you can bring up at a dinner party in case you want to be made fun of. (laughs) Absolute cracker of a podcast and you fill my weekend archers void when there isn't a new episode. Random aside, thank you for your disdain of Helen. She shits me and I love that she shits you guys too. Cheers, (laughs) Yasmin. Smiley face, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, she does. Well, I mean, I did reply and say like, I'm I'm more familiar with the Western Australian-ism she gives me the shits, which isn't she has she which isn't she's fed me some dodgy borsetcher blue. It's like she annoys me. Yeah, yeah, thanks Yasmin for that. I know some people have trouble leaving a review, so that was lovely. Thank you. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, what, whatever it. Helen is, it's it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Kerry, if people want to tell us that we're like a bunch of sozzle wankers in a pub on twitter yeah yeah come to at the cider shed pod on twitter and i must apologize last week i forgot to read out two new reviews so thank you richard2112 for your review which was love this podcast the wit 
the smut, the camaraderie. Well, I don't know about that off mic. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then the casters, and then in brackets, is that the right word? I quite like that, the casters. Love the show deeply, and that shines through in their cheery, good-natured banter. And Miss Withers wrote, there's nothing I love more than listening to the spoonful of sugar that can help a sometimes very bitter medicine of the archers <laughs> go down. <laughs> that uh, review actually was featured on our Instagram, which you remember last week I told us we just cracked 700. Aye. We're at 749 now. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just want to say as well, thank you to new Patreons, Liam Rayner and Louise Lombard. Yes, They've thank you very much. joined up. Yeah, that's a massive help to us. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, we also have a Facebook group called The Cider Shed Podcast. What goes on there, Matthew? Um, lots of nonsense. Is it? Is it ha happy nonsense? Yeah, it is happy because um, we we I would say we run a tight ship. We don't. We just don't <laughs> seem to have tossers on there, which is great. Lovely, great. Yeah. Stuff. Um, but there were lots of lots of people that were yeah lots of new members this week, and a bit of an exodus over from the official mm. archers page, which has stopped posting. And uh, yeah, uh, lots of people posting photos of Yogi. Well, Liam posted a photo of Yogi Bear with an Uzi in relation to Cocaine Bear, <laughs> which already got one star in the Guardian, which I'm totally oh. ignoring. Okay. Yeah, was that Pete? What's his name? Um, Have what the reviewer? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Isn't that um, isn't that the fellow of um, Catelyn Moran? I'd I'd say I'd yeah. say to, to to give Cocaine Bear one star is to show that you have missed the point. It can't. Ha it's impossible to have one star because it's the whole point of it is is it's supposed to be nonsensical, right? Anyway, I'm yeah. determined to like it. Yeah, me too. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, mm. I I watched Ghost Rider when I was really really stoned and thought it was the best movie with Nicolas Cage and thought it was the best movie I've ever seen. Non reflection, it's probably not, but it was that evening. Hey, football action. Anything? Oh, not much to report. I had a very high score this week, but it didn't really budge me up the oh. table. Teams have to be in by 11 o'clock tomorrow. That's no use to anyone that's listening um, because we don't go out until Saturday afternoon. Um, no, Kerry, do you want to know where you are just very quickly? Um, Terry Wigan's still leaving, leading. Um, Warbish Dream Team is down to 12th. You keep going up and down. Oh, Sars. I'm down to 18th. Um, relegate the Archers by Peter Fickling. Still glued to the bottom of the table at 24th. Thank you very much. Um, but at one point, Kerry, you had less, you had more outfield players injured than Peter this week. Oh. oh Have a word with your offspring. Oh, God. Yeah, I will. I'll say, speak to Max. Max is going to get the switch again. Yeah. Are um, <laughs> uh, you going to give him the dreaded vote of confidence, Kerry? I'm transferring him out <laughs> of this fucking house. Uh, Brighton play West Ham this weekend, so Peter, we might fall uh, out. Another another um, cider ship derby. And Leeds play Chelsea, I think. They do. Oh. Yeah, at Stamford Bridge, probably Graham Potter's last game. Who to support in that game? Oh, God, I'd say <laughs> oh, can you want to work out, isn't it? Because yeah, Leeds, <laughs> Leeds are so likable, aren't they? Yes. Yes, in this in this context, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Anyway, enough about that. Um, uh, it's my birthday on Sunday. Oh yes, 
I'm sure you've got lots of surprises planned. Well, I'm looking forward to next week because normally <laughs> your children do a very good job of spoiling you on your birthday. Yes. Um, uh, I think last year, if I remember, there was a um, breakfast in bed from Mimi, wasn't there? And a load oh. of cider shed related stuff as well, wasn't yeah, there? That's right, it was, yeah. I don't know if it was breakfast in bed, but yeah, I did get cider shed related. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Have a lovely birthday, Kerry. Thank uh, you. Matthew, best of luck against Leeds on the weekend. <laughs> you almost you almost sounded like you didn't mean that, Pia. Yeah, oh. I, I managed to find a new and really unpleasant level of sarcasm I'd never found before. All right. Love you both. Bye. See you next week. See everyone. Bye. Hang on.